Tim's News Explosion. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Tim's News Explosion on this Monday, the 9th of January, 2023. We are live on the Wilmsfront YouTube, DLive, and Odyssey channels, and of course, on the Interactive Entropy software, uh, where I've just put in the link to where you can send, send myself a direct question or even better yet, send through a super chat to support Unshackled Productions. Hello to everyone in the live chat, Peak Aussie Man. Now, you will notice that I'm using a different camera uh, tonight. So that's not the, that's the upgrade you can see on the screen, but also I've got a new desktop computer with increased uh, CPU, uh, which means that uh, this uh, live stream, when I share articles, play videos, uh, should run a bit more smoothly. Uh, fingers crossed as well. They're obviously live streaming. The, the internet needs to hold up uh, as well. I've reinforced that as well. It is 8.30 p.m. here in Melbourne, Victoria, where the welcome summer heat continues. Last week we did have a bit of a blip on Wednesday where it was a bit wet and windy. Melbourne is, of course, famous for its four seasons in one day. Uh, Most of the time, though, it's more like four seasons in a week. Uh, But uh, according to a new study, which was uh, reported on on Seven News, uh, Melbourne's climate could be killing us. Melbourne's wildly fluctuating weather could be putting Victorians at greater risk of cancer or other illnesses. A Monash University study has looked at the long-term impact of the city's famous four seasons in one day, with surprising results. From summer snow to searing heat days later, Melbourne is notorious for having one of the most temperamental climates in the world. Over the past couple of days and weeks, we've certainly lived up to that reputation. But according to a new study, our wild weather could be taking a serious toll on our health. Our study is the first to look at uh, the temperature fluctuation and the gene expression. First in Australia and first in the world. Researchers from Monash University collected blood samples from 479 people exposed to fluctuating temperatures each day for a week. They found significant changes to genes linked to diseases like breast and colorectal cancer, schizophrenia, depression and bipolar. The findings are significant, but it's still early days. Researchers have only tested females so far. They hope to assess men and pregnant women exposed to the same conditions in the near future. 1.75 million deaths are associated with unstable temperatures around the globe each year, and older Australians face the biggest risk. Researchers hope the breakthrough will lead to further action against climate change. In the meantime, there are small steps you can take to protect yourself. When you are indoors, I think it is better to to make the temperature as comfortable as you can to mitigate the impact of the unstable temperature. Rochelle Brown, 7 News. And now there's an unstable temperature in the studio when I have the, the, the lights on. Uh, you might be able to see with the increased camera when the, the lights make me sweat. Uh, so, But the thing is that uh, we need air conditioning, temperature control systems uh, to make sure that we're protected against the impact of these fluctuating temperatures, which we're told not to do uh, to save the the planet. And it was interesting that uh, that study had only had only so far looked at uh, climate fluctuation impacts on women, uh, which of course reminded me of that uh, infamous uh, Sky News 
UK interview about the sexist air conditioning because uh, men and women have different body temperatures apparently. So it's only half or a third done this this study because, uh, as it said, that uh, they need to they need to look at uh, men and pregnant uh, women. I know that uh, Lady of Shalott uh, she finds our temperature so, temperatures so intemperate, hot, cold, hot, cold. It's too much for a simple soul from Ireland. And yes, it can cause all sorts of things, apparently. I hope I hope I hope that hasn't it hasn't been that bad on you, Lady of Shalott. I'm only just joking there, Lady of Shalott. And uh, now of course there is actual uh, deadly weather, uh, flash flooding happening in South Australian towns around the Murray River and in the Kimberley region in northwestern Australia. Uh, Anthony Albanese was up in the Kimberleys today with his uh, emergency management minister, Murray Watt. They they were both wearing their Kubras. Uh, they were with uh, Western Australian Premier Mark uh, McGowan uh, announcing some flood uh, government uh, assistance. Anthony Albanese clearly taking a break from his uh, many photo ops and also his uh, campaigning for the Indigenous Voice to Parliament referendum in, in 20, 2023. Uh, Peter Dutton in the, the Sunday papers uh, published a letter calling for more detail, which Anthony Albanese just dismissed as uh, culture war stuff. So this is, Albo wants this to be his uh, signature reform of, of 2023. It's certainly going to, I think he wants it to, to, to dominate uh, the media cycle. And of course, you if you don't support it, then you don't support the advancement of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Australians. And now the rain uh, was a minor inconvenience in the, the final uh, Australian uh, test series uh, against South Africa at the SCG. Most of the pink test, as it is known, to raise money for the uh, McGrath Foundation for Breast Cancer. Most of that was... Uh, it's, was rained out, so it was a draw. Australia had already won the series, uh, 2-0 against South Africa. The rain also uh, ruined uh, Anthony Albanese's uh, trip uh, there. He was uh, there uh, there in the one of the, the commentary uh, boxes uh, there. Of course, it's okay when he appears in the, the commentary uh, box. Of course, there was outrage last year when Scott Morrison was uh, commentating on the Test cricket and said Australians were catching wickets in the the virus. Uh, they literally were uh, when the rain cleared because, of course, uh, Matt Renshaw uh, he was playing COVID uh, positive, and uh, for the uh, Australian Open, uh, players uh, can play even if they test positive. COVID because there's no mandatory isolation anymore. Uh, so with Australia's progressed uh, quite a lot in a year. Of course, Novak uh, Djokovic has been welcomed back uh, warmly by Australian crowds. He was uh, cheered when he won the Adelaide International last night against uh, Daniel Med Medvedev, the Russian, who is always the villain uh, of the Australian tennis crowds. Uh, I'm not sure I know that Andy Nolch uh, wrote for the Unshackled that uh, it was anti-Russian racism uh, that uh, made them, uh, is the reason why Medvedev was, was booed. I don't know why he's so unpopular. Former uh, Morrison Sports Government Minister Richard Colbeck says Medvedev should have been banned from Australia because of the Russia-Ukraine uh, conflict as if uh, Daniel Medvedev is responsible for all of uh, Russia's actions in the disputed uh, Donbass uh, regions. Now, obviously, uh, we are glad, uh, or at least I'm glad, to, to see summer finally arrive uh, here in Australia. 
Uh, it is uh, summer in the Southern Hemisphere nations, and it is winter up in the Northern Hemisphere nations, if you know your uh, geography. Uh, now, obviously, uh, we covered it on this program. There was a lot of legitimate concern about whether Europeans would be able to keep warm and therefore alive uh, due to their self-inflicted energy crisis uh, to, to fight climate change. But uh, the good news is they're having a very warm winter. But of course, uh, this is instead alarming proof of the, the coming climate uh, crisis. So... Uh, this uh, uh, these graphics were of course uh, put put on Twitter. Uh, so this is from Scott Duncan. We just observed the warmest January day on record for many countries in Europe. Truly unprecedented in modern records. Seventeen degrees in the Netherlands. Uh, Twelve point six degrees in Denmark. Eleven degrees in Latvia. Fourteen point six degrees. This is Celsius, of course, in Lithuania. 16.4 degrees in Belarus, 19.6 degrees in Czechoslovakia, 19 degrees in Poland. The horror, the horror. And apparently this is uh, uh, Europe looked scorched earth this winter, according to this graphic. Uh, if you're able to see that this is from January the 1st. So this is from Colin McCarthy, uh, US storm watch. Europe is experiencing its worst heat wave ever recorded. The combined intensity and scale this winter heat wave is unlike anything in european history yes it's an absolute crisis that it's not minus two to 20 degrees in europe where people are freezing and, uh, and uh, are just snowed in uh like they, they have been in in north america these warm temperatures are absolute uh, crisis I mean, I'd love to have these temperatures in our winter, which was extremely cold. And I got a winter bug because it was uh, so cold in, in Melbourne this winter, uh, as you'll recall. Now, I'll give you the update uh, on the COVID developments I covered last week. And uh, we had uh, our health minister, Mark Butler, uh, announced that... Uh, Incoming uh, travellers from uh, Ch China, Hong Kong, and Macau uh, would be would have to show proof of a negative uh, medically supervised test within forty eight hours of departure. Which I don't know how a a test which isn't recorded or genomically sequenced in China is supposed to tell us about the COVID situation or variants in China. And uh, we learned uh, not long after last week's show uh, that uh, Mark Butler's uh, decision uh, was not based on health advice uh, from uh, the Commonwealth uh, Chief Medical Officer Paul Kelly, who said there was uh, insufficient public health rationale to test incoming travellers uh, from uh, China. Uh, now, China uh, did open up the uh, COVID bamboo curtain uh, came down yesterday. Uh, so the Chinese people are, are finally uh, free uh, to travel to and from uh, China uh, without having to quarantine on their return. This, of course, was uh, the CCP's COVID zero back backflip. Uh, was due to unprecedented uh, people power protests back in uh, November after that uh, deadly house uh, apartment fire in uh, in a where the fire trucks couldn't get in because the the apartment was under COVID lockdown quarantine. Well, now it seems the the Chinese people are getting a, a taste of uh, uh, this 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 type of, of people power because obviously they I covered last week how the uh, uh, the people of, of China were very excited uh, to to bring in the the new year after three years of rolling lockdowns and COVID isolations, and uh, there were some uh, that were incredibly upset uh, that they could not light their own fireworks and when the police showed up uh, to shut down uh, them trying to set off fireworks this is what happened yeah. 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 
I don't think I've ever seen uh, that, that that that's that sort of uh, of mob uh, behavior happen in democratic Australia. Yet it happened in communist China. Uh, so this was in uh, Lai Yu County in Henan on the the second of of January. So. There you go. Uh, the the Chinese people they're mad as hell, and they're they're not going to take it anymore. And uh, now, because there is uh, no new mutant variant uh, coming out of uh, China at the moment, uh, it's no new scariant. Uh, the mainstream media has instead been pushing the new scariant out of for well, it's uh, the the CDC has revised its uh, its uh, growth uh, growth uh, forecast or, or of the the new Omicron XBB one point five, or as uh, as uh, COVID alarmists on uh, social media refer it to as uh, the Kraken variant uh, which of course is reminds me of Sydney Powell's uh, promise to release the Kraken about uh, alleged 2020 election fraud and of course there's that Kraken rum uh, as well uh, it's not official name there the Kraken variant so the CDC they revised down its uh, growth uh, in the the northeast of the United States, from forty percent to twenty seven point five percent, but uh, too too, uh, too late. I uh, the 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 kraken has been released on the fear of this uh, so called uh, kraken, and of course, uh, seven news again. I uh, the uh, fear mongers in chief. I saw that. Uh, I'm a stupid moron uh, up there said, uh, thanks for watching seven news so that we don't have to, Tim. Seven news is the, the absolute most tabloid fear mongering clickbait media in Australia. News.com.au is a close second. Uh, this was their uh, news piece on the, the so-called Kraken variant. A new COVID subvariant has been detected in Australia and is likely to become the dominant strain. The XBB 1.5 is responsible for more than 40% of cases in the US, surpassing the highly infectious BA4 and BA5 strains. Health experts are warning the new strain could lead to increased hospitalisation rates and put further pressure on our country's hospital crisis. However, it appears to be no more danger dangerous than the Omicron variant. Uh, see how they put the the actual scientific detail at the at, at the end of the story uh, that this uh, XBB Omicron sub uh, recombinant variant I think that's the technical term is uh, no more no more dangerous or lethal than all the other Omicron strains uh, but of course uh, uh, the the fear pieces uh, continue uh, now Kraken is uh, one. A nickname uh, that it's got. Uh, Professor Robert Boy, an infectious diseases expert at the University of Sydney, uh, he uh, decided to name it Extra Bad Boy. Is he? <laughs> it, it sounds like he's uh, naming it after himself with Extra Bad Boy, since his surname is is Boy. I bet with uh, with two uh, uh, two O's. Now, Robert Boy has been in the media quite a bit because he's been the only infectious diseases expert in Australia who's thought that the uh, testing travellers from China is uh, worthwhile. But probably the worst uh, video to come out about uh, XBB 1.5 uh, is uh, from Jimmy Fallon of The Tonight Show, who, de uh, who decided to, well, a, sing a song about it to the tune of uh, Love's Shack by the B-52s. There was Alpha, then Delta, then Omicron next, but this latest variant might be the best. It's XBB.1.5, another friend of COVID-19 has arrived.
Okay, that, yeah, as uh, Pete Cosman said, uh, great, another good song ruined by modernity because yeah, I'm, I, I do apologize for playing that, but you had to see it to see just how, how bad it was. Whenever you hear Love Shack now, uh, you're going to be reminded of that awful uh, Jimmy Fallon uh, song. It's, uh, I, I'm not sure if it's uh, worse than uh, Stephen Colbert's uh, vaccine uh, dance uh, song in in June 2021. Uh, I, I won't I won't play uh, that again uh, because that was uh, extremely bad there. And uh, now uh, that's enough of the uh, the COVID uh, scariant news. And uh, now, as uh, as you going back to as you saw the the, the Chinese people uh, revolting uh, against uh, the, the 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 CCP police officers uh, trying to enforce the the, the fireworks uh, ban. It's they've been surprisingly restrained. The the Chinese uh, police uh, it, it, throughout uh, the 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 protests against uh, COVID zero. There was no uh, rubber bullets, uh, let alone uh, Tiananmen Square 2.0. I mean, they were much more restrained than uh, Victoria Police, who of course uh, shot protesters with uh, rubber bullets. And of course, uh, pepper sprayed old grannies, uh, choked women, which, um, yeah, I, is not surprising now that uh, we hear this news that uh, Victoria Police has a recruitment problem, uh, that uh, there's uh, not enough uh, sadists uh, <laughs> to join Victoria Police, and uh, there's not some who and there's not many who well they maybe thought about joining the police force uh but uh yeah decided that they didn't want to uh, assault old pe old people uh arrest pregnant women and choke people and uh so they've un uh, launched a new recruitment uh, drive uh, this is from uh, Nine News. Victoria police officers are leaving the force at an alarming rate, one in nine walking away from the job. As Mimi Becker reports, the force is now on a desperate recruiting spree to strengthen the thin blue line. Working on the front line as a police officer, it's a tough job. Now members are turning their back on the force at a growing rate. This is a crisis period and I think Victoria Police and the state government need to sit down with us. Nearly 2,000 sworn members out of a 16,700 strong workforce retired or resigned from January 2019 to June 2022. Around one in four of those were a sergeant level or above, while 60% had reached retirement age or finished because of ill health. But that's something the Police Association disputes. The biggest group that we've seen on the data is between ages 30 to 39. Um, if that's retirement age, um, I'm well overdue for it. Rostering and flexibility, one of the major factors, along with COVID policing conditions. It was unpleasant work, but it was also very, very difficult and tiring work. And they were sent to all parts of the state at short notice to work in roles they'd never, ever dreamt of before. To try and retain staff, a spokesperson for Victoria Police says the organisation's currently boosting their mental health and wellbeing support and also undertaking a review into its rostering practices. Victoria Police now on a desperate hiring spree. When you get that lingering feeling that you want more out of life, search police careers. An extra 502 police officers and 50 PSOs to be employed over the next two years. We're not going to meet those targets unless this trend stops. We are always um, wanting more people to really consider uh, a career in the force. Mimi Becker, Nine News. Yeah, it's not like uh, more or less police on the street of Melbourne is going to make me feel more or less safe. I mean, the, the home invasions, carjackings and stabbings on the street can continue to occur, sadly. I shouldn't have laughed at, at that. It's just it, it's just uh, absurd clown, clown, clown world stuff that... Uh, 
yeah, it's obviously uh, they there could be thousands of uh, police officers deployed to to crack down on COVID uh, protests, but not to to stop or prevent uh, actual violent crimes from uh, occurring. And so, yes, no matter what the Victoria Police numbers, uh, I don't feel any safe or less safe. I saw a comment from here, uh, Peak Aussie Man, who says that state state enforced uh, policing should be abolished anyway. Uh, I, I gather you're not a uh, Black Lives Matter uh, abolish the police uh, style uh, person. Uh, obviously, there needs to be uh, some uh, type of protection uh, for the people from uh, violent uh, thugs. But yes, yeah, certainly uh, we don't feel safe uh, from uh, Victoria. Uh, when I, I'm because I've been a lifelong libertarian. When I hear police sirens, I I don't feel safe. I feel more anxious, and that's probably the same for a lot of people. Now going over to the United States, uh, Republican House leader Kevin McCarthy is now uh, the Speaker of the United States House of Representatives. He won on the 15th vote, which occurred just after midnight, uh, Saturday, January uh, 7th. Now, obviously, the, the main two uh, holdouts or, well, the, the, the faces of the, the 20 rebel Republican representatives who uh, did not uh, vote uh, for McCarthy on the first ballots. So Matt Gates and of uh, Florida and Lauren Boebert of uh, Colorado, they wanted a better uh, deal uh, from uh, Kevin McCarthy uh, for the uh, America First swamp uh, uh, draining policies uh, that they've been after. And when he finally got the speaker's uh, gavel, uh, Kevin McCarthy, uh, these were some of his uh, promises. We will hold the swamp accountable. From the withdrawal of Afghanistan, to the origins of COVID, and to the weaponization of the FBI. Let me be very clear. We will use the power of the purse and the power of the subpoena to get the job done. And uh, also, uh, McCarthy, he has also uh, pledged uh, to uh, re repeal uh, the increase in, in IRS agents of so biden has is going to increase the irs uh, internal revenue service tax army by 87,000 so mccarthy is going to to pledge to repeal that given that the uh, democrats uh, control the the senate it, it will just be a virtue signaling exercise uh, for the House Republicans to repeal that? Because remember how many times during the Obama administration did the House Republicans repeal Obamacare when they finally got the presidency under Trump, the House and the Senate, they couldn't repeal Obamacare. I mean, uh, McCarthy, he's, he's just a, a, a bellwether a Republican. I mean, he'll uh, just do what a... Uh, uh, what what uh, will satisfy what he thinks will satisfy both the the the, the base and the and the swamp and uh, the Washington establishment. I mean, remember John Boehner and Paul Ryan? They they were going to really fix uh, things in Washington D.C., but they didn't. They were both uh, disappointments there. And of course, uh, Kevin McCarthy's uh, supporters. I, they were not happy uh, about uh, these uh, Republican rebels. Uh, 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 Texas Rep uh, Dan uh, uh, Crenshaw 
often called Dan Crenshaw. Remember, he's got the the, the, the eye patch uh, because I can't remember if it was in Iraq or Afghanistan. He got his uh, one of his eyes uh, shot out. Uh, he called uh, the rebels legislative uh, terrorists, and uh, there was a another a a Republican rep, Mike Rogers, who appeared to want to Will Smith. Uh, slap Matt Gates and had to be physically restrained. Have to do for your vote, but I mean, look, we all know what's happening here, which is that Kevin McCarthy, in real time, is as close as you can be, and he seems like, at least at this point, he is not over the finish line. And he's he walking away. There, he's somebody's yeah. holding something back. Look at that. Oh. And now there's, uh, because uh, there was all this uh, C-SPAN footage of uh, conversations going on between McCarthy, Gates, Boebert, there was even uh, conversations between Gates, uh, another Republican rep, Paul Gosa, with uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And so there's been lots of uh, dubbing of the supposed conversations that they were having that popped up all over uh, social media uh, which have amused people now apparently when uh the speaker is in the in in the chair uh they decide uh where the 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 cameras inside the house are pointed uh, c-span they don't get control of the the where the cameras go anymore after that but it was these cutaways were much more <laughs> entertaining than what was going actually on it was so tedious to because i watched uh some of the 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 roll call votes live because there's 435 votes that need to be cast for every 15 uh, votes there. Uh, now, there was a, a theory going around that because uh, uh, Gates and Bobert, they didn't vote for McCarthy in the end, they voted present, which actually doesn't count as a, as a vote. Uh, so it didn't affect McCarthy getting the eventual majority of valid votes. There was a, what did you say, conspiracy that uh, Gates and Bobert, they were playing uh, 4D chess, that they wanted uh, January 6th to be, the news cycle to be totally consumed with the speaker's vote and not on the repeated lies of uh, the events of January uh, 6th, 2021 in the Capitol. Oh, I'm back there. I thought I lost you all there. Uh, because we we saw uh, Joe Biden and the mainstream media uh, repeat uh, the January 6 lies that uh, five Capitol Hill police officers died uh, uh, died defending the Capitol on January 6. That is a complete lie. Uh, there were five Capitol police officers who died at various uh, on various dates after January 6. Uh, but of course, the implication of that lie is that they were killed by Trump supporters on January 6. In fact, the the one death that day uh, was of a 14 year military veteran and Trump supporter, uh, Ashley Babbitt, who was uh, shot dead. Uh, she was unarmed uh, when she was in the, the Capitol, but was uh, shot by Capitol Police hill police officer who suffered no well uh yeah yeah suffered no consequences for his uh for the killing of ashley uh babbitt in fact he was held up as a hero like the the rest of them and uh now ashley babbitt's mother she wanted to to pay tribute to uh her daughter on the second anniversary of a of her death but the capitol hill police decided to arrest her for apparently jaywalking you murdered her inside the Capitol. Now you're going to arrest her? Move to the sidewalk. If you don't move to the sidewalk, you can place under arrest. Move to the sidewalk. I did not murder her daughter. Let's go. Sidewalk, ma'am. So, Mickey Whitholf 
is uh, 58 is her name and just how like how insensitive do you have to be i mean one of your officers killed your daughter two years ago and uh, you arrest her for apparent jaywalking which i feel, i know it's technically unlawful but heaps of people do it every day i mean and she lives in the 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 dc area it's not like she came that day uh from out of town but they just decided to arrest her uh that day uh so absolutely shameful conduct there now one of uh, the promises uh, that uh, kevin mccarthy uh gave uh to the mega uh, Republicans, uh, which could be a, a reason uh, why uh, there are also some uh, MAGA uh, members of Congress uh, supporting Kevin McCarthy, most notably Marjorie uh, Taylor uh, Greene. Uh, she posted uh, this uh, selfie on her Twitter. Congratulations, Mr. Speaker. And uh, she also uh, uh tried to well she she put the the phone up to uh represent uh uh matt uh uh can't remember is it's uh matt uh, uh rosen rosendale that's is that it yes rosen rosendale uh donald trump was was calling it was was calling her and uh marjorie taylor green tried to give the phone uh to matt uh, rosendale but he wouldn't uh wouldn't pick up there uh trump lobbied for uh mccarthy uh as well uh so certainly mccarthy uh owes a some uh mega republicans a, a, a what he promised them and one of the one of his uh well best promises that we hope that he will implement uh when the the new when the new house rules are uh, voted on next week uh that is the formation of a new uh church committee uh in the house which hope which uh libertarian uh, republican congressman thomas massey will definitely be part of that committee hopefully he'll be the chair uh, now to uh refresh uh, everyone's memory or who those who don't know what uh the original church committee was it was a senate select committee uh formed in 1975 chaired by idaho democrat senator frank church uh, which uh, exposed uh, the uh, well the the, the secrets and uh, abuses of the FBI, CIA, CIA, IRS, and National Security Agency. It exposed Operation Mockingbird, uh, which uh, was uh, the U.S. intelligence agencies trying to manipulate the mainstream media. They had operatives there to to put out. Uh, information that was of benefit uh, to the the deep state then there was of course uh the mk ultra uh project uh which of course was uh, medical experiments uh, conducted on uh u.s military personnel and then there was uh, project shamrock uh, which was uh, the first nsa uh warrantless uh, surveillance uh, system now even though this was all exposed in 1975 and the intelligence agencies were supposed to be cleaned up in response it's all happened all over again i mean the twitter files have revealed uh that uh the fbi uh has uh been interfering well uh, it has operatives in the the new media social uh media and uh has uh been trying to shape uh the news uh, that uh americans consume on social media so it's about time of another church committee uh style hearing evening dawn good to good to see you in the chat uh now uh, there's still more twitter files to to be uh, released but uh, obviously it has uh, done it, it has uh, scratched the surface uh, for uh, the, the the new church uh, committee 
Now it's interesting. Now uh, the the mainstream media they're now telling uh, people not to get their COVID uh, information from uh, Twitter, uh, despite that's where a lot of the 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 the, the COVID uh, fear was spread on Twitter. Remember uh, about four years ago, uh, those uh, broadcasts uh, by. Uh, the Sinclair Broadcasting uh, Company or their affiliates uh, did that video uh, saying fake news is extremely dangerous to our democracy. Uh, well, now there's a, a new extremely dangerous to uh, democracy phrase repeated by the mainstream media. This is what it looks like when the government and the mainstream news collaborate to brainwash people. Watch this. Be cautious while looking for health information in the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information in the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information in the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information in the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking looking for health information on the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information in the Twitterverse. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while looking at health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while you're looking for health information on Twitter. Be extra cautious while looking for health information on Twitter. This, my friends, is called controlling the narratives. On another note, I think more lives will be saved now that they've dropped this misinformation policy. Yes, they, uh, the mainstream media uh, clearly have uh, turned on Twitter because Elon Musk uh, dropped the COVID misinformation policy, which of course meant that actual true COVID information could be uh, reported. So my advice to all of you is be extra cautious when uh, getting uh, COVID health information from the, the mainstream media. Now, obviously, uh, the, the, the I just spoke about how the, how the events of, uh, it was the anniversary of the events at January 6th at the, the US uh, Capitol. Uh, which uh, for the the mainstream media and the the Democrats over in the U.S. every day is is January sixth as their favorite uh, day uh, to weaponize. Well, uh, now uh, there is uh, January eight, which they can also weaponize uh, because uh, in uh, Brazil, uh, supporters of uh, former uh, President uh, Jair Bolsonaro. Uh, they uh, stormed uh, the uh, Brazilian Congress, Supreme Court, and Presidential Palace in uh, Brasilia uh, because uh, Jair Bolsonaro, he only just lo lost uh, to the, well, old new president. He was president of Brazil in the 2000s, leftist Lulu uh, da Silva. Uh, this is uh, some of the, the, the footage here. And now this is from Zero Hedge. Uh, so President Lula has declared a federal intervention until January 31st in response to the protests uh, uh, because uh, uh, what, uh, it says uh, police could be seen arresting dozens of people. Apparently there was uh, 400 uh, arrests uh, made at the, the, uh, the Brazilian capital, uh, Brasilia. There's a bit more damage uh, that uh, happened uh, than uh, happened at uh, January 6th at the at the Capitol. Now he's not actually in uh, Brazil at the moment. Uh, former President uh, Jair Bolsonaro, who uh, the mainstream media always call far right, uh, they never say that Lula da Silva is uh, far left, and. Uh, 
it was noted on social media that uh, Brazil also has uh, its a uh, its its own uh, J Sh- <laughs> J Kuanon Sherman. Uh, let's. Uh, Let's see. Let's see him here. It's 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 a, basically a Brazilian uh, QAnon Shermer. There we go. There. It's made some people think it's like both events were were psyops uh, designed to strengthen the the hand of the 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 regime there. Uh, so this is uh, obviously incredibly. Uh, Embarrassing for the uh, the returning uh, Brazilian president who's promised to, to to punish those protesters and those who finance them coming uh, to uh, the Brazilian capital. And now he wasn't the only uh, world leader who uh, was embarrassed of late. Uh, the president of South Sudan, seventy-one uh, year old Selva Kerr. Uh, May Yard. Uh, this uh, footage of him has flooded the internet uh, and he's now been dubbed the Piss Pants President. Now, this footage was actually from a December 13 road project press conference, but it only has uh, splashed up now, uh, this year. And uh, so uh, the president has uh, detained six journalists uh, from uh, the South Sudanese Broadcasting Corporation. Uh, so they've been detained on suspicion of leaking the president's uh, leak. I Now, hasn't... In South Sudan, don't they have uh, adult nappies, uh, depends, or male uh, tinas like they they sell here? Which uh, former Collingwood AFL uh, footballer Dane Swan uh, <laughs> believed were uh, men's tampons. Uh, if they are men's tampons, they're extra large tampons, and well, they're. <laughs> there to capture well yeah if a, a man has a leaky bladder uh you'd hope that uh a man doesn't need to wear them because they're they're bleeding down there i uh, covered last week how uh trans some trans women are putting tomato paste uh, uh down their pants to to simulate a female period there but uh uh there was plenty on uh, in his replies uh, that let Dane Swan know that uh, those are not uh, male tampons. They are male adult nappies there, which uh, maybe need to, ex- uh, to give some, if we're going to give some foreign aid, maybe we need to give uh, some uh, to the, the, the South Sudanese president uh, there. But yes, um, uh, detaining six journalists uh, because uh, on suspicion of uh, leaking his his leak uh, that is uh, an appalling uh, uh, suppression of press freedom. I mean, it would be like Joe Biden uh, detaining the people on social media who uh, spread when he fell off the bike. Uh, what are some other embarrassing? Uh, incidents to to happen to world leaders uh, obviously there was julie julie gillard uh tripping over and face planting in, into the grass on a trip to, to india uh but so far no other world leader has uh pissed their pants at a public event there now i still think the public figure who has embarrassed themselves uh the most uh this week uh, has uh, been, I call him former uh, Prince Harry or Harry Mountbatten Windsor because he doesn't want to be a working royal. So tomorrow, 
uh, his uh, autobiography, Spare, uh, by, which is released by Penguin uh, Random House. It goes on sale and uh, there have been so many embarrassing excerpts that have made their their way into the 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 media and this can't be blamed on on megan's influence uh, given the fact that uh, the book uh has his face and name on it but obviously uh he <laughs> it, it it was a ghost he had a ghost writer as well and uh, he has done an interview on itv uh, uh talking more about uh well all the supposed traumatic things to to happen to him but it's just i mean he's basically sold his soul for 20 million dollars by basically telling everything about his life including lots of embarrassing uh personal detail he even uh he even mentioned in in the book about he and and william's uh, crown jewels down down there uh and confirmed that their jewels had been snipped uh to apparently uh, avoid uh frostbite down there and he's he's claimed that he's killed 25 taliban uh soldiers in afghanistan which uh the taliban uh, they want him to face war crimes. Now, I mean, it's just embarrassing now. I mean, like who, like, obviously he didn't write it, but who gives permission uh, for uh, to, to, ha- to, to write about all the embarrassing incidents that are in their, their life? And he's also mentioned all, all, all of... Um, a lot of his uh, brother's uh, secrets uh, as well, and his father's uh, secrets, and, and it, obviously, uh, the, the this has given uh, the tabloids, the mainstream media, just so much material uh, to write headlines uh, about. And there's also a, a CBS uh, 60 Minutes interview that he did with uh, Anderson Cooper as well. So remember, Harry and Megan, they just want to be left alone. That's why they did the Netflix documentary. Megan did the Spotify podcast. And uh, also, uh, Harry has released uh, this uh, memoir. Uh, I think that uh, a lot of people wish that he'd uh, spared us uh, from... <laughs> all of this uh detail here i mean yeah like clearly uh yeah there is this this his spiral had some sort of of spiral and it's just really sad and embarrassing to see to anybody um like uh, any public figure to to put that amount of detail about their lives in that book i mean it just shows that he just has no shame, no uh, di- dignity. And uh, as Lady of Charlotte says, there's no way back for him now. Bridge is well and truly burnt. I mean, he still, like he still says, he still wants to make up with his family, even though the one that he's left and uh, probably still expects a invitation to King Charles's uh, coronation, which will occur sometime uh, this year. Charles wants a low-key coronation, given that there is a UK uh, cost of living crisis uh, at the at the moment. There'll be some sort of uh, balance met, uh, I, I assume. Obviously, King Charles won't make it to Davos uh, this year. I wonder if uh, Prince William will will go instead. Uh, Davos is uh, of the the World Economic Forum is uh, back in uh, back in January. Klaus Schwab hosts hosts it at his uh, lair in Davos, uh, Switzerland, and of course you'll say heaps of uh, batshit, crazy, uh, world domineering uh, crypto uh, messages uh, there. Uh, so, <laughs> obviously, uh, his most memorable line from last year: "The future will be built by us in this room." 
Now, that'll be a big January event. Uh, so will uh, Australia Day. And uh, of course, the uh, change the date, abolish the date crowd uh, will be uh, up and about in uh, around about a, a week's time. And uh, we'll get a new Australian of the Year as well, uh, Dylan Alcott, uh, the, the, the wheelchair uh, a tennis professional has been well an excellent Australian of the year given that he has been uh, he has uh, ha uh, held the position with uh, grace uh, being a non-partisan person I uh, and it's well it, it was it was also a very low bar uh uh, to uh, be a better strain of the year than the previous one, Grace Tame, of course, who made that pure old face at Scott Morrison at uh, at the the outgoing Australian of the Year event. So let's hope that uh, the 2023 Australian of the Year is uh, someone worthy and someone who, um, well, will have the 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 the, the grace and dignity that Dylan Alcott uh had i cannot fault him as a strain of the year at all and now greens uh victorian senator lydia thorpe has uh, uh tweeted who's celebrating invasion murder and theft this uh, january uh, 26 and i noticed that some of the replies to that question have been a meeting up with your bikey buddies again on uh january 26 there she did uh troll uh, put out a troll post on social media a few weeks back uh uh her meeting up with just some i assume they're regular bikey saying catching up with some uh old friends so yes i'm sure she's got uh something uh pure old planned for january 26 dipping her hands in some more fake blood or something and also happening on Australia Day uh, is the uh, not just the announcement of the Australian of the Year, or well, that's actually the night before, uh, but uh, there's also uh, we also announced the the winners of the 2022 Unshackler Awards. So voting is still open. All ten categories have been published on the Unshackled.net website. Uh, so if you haven't voted yet. Uh, please make sure that you do. There's 10 categories each uh, with uh, 10 nominees in each of them. I'll see if I can bring up the, the categories now. Just to remind you of all the, the categories. Uh, so we have a, the Australian Regressive of the Year, uh, Australian Unshackler of the Year, uh, the International Unshackler of the Year, uh, the International Cuck of the Year, the uh, Cis White Male of the Year, Triggered Feminist of the Year, Culture Warrior of the Year, Degenerate of the Year, International Media Personality of the Year, and Fake News of the Year Award. So if you haven't, uh, haven't, haven't voted yet, please make sure you do. Uh, there'll be no Wilms Front again this week, but there will be another report uh, from Tiger Mountain with uh, Richard Wollstonecroft. Uh, so stay tuned for that as well. I hope you enjoyed the show tonight. I hope that uh, the new uh, gear, the camera, and uh, the, the new uh, desktop computer helped uh, make uh, everything a bit smoother. Uh, though I'm not sure that uh, because with this... Uh, uh, with this increased uh, pixels here, you could actually see the the, the dryness of my mouth uh, <laughs> build up, build up throughout the show there. So that's one of the bad things about high quality video. It shows off that if there's some sort of uh, thing on, like that comes onto your face or lips, that it shows. So thank you everyone for watching, as uh, per usual. I, if you want to be a financial supporter of the Unshackled, apart from super chatting, go to the unshackled.net uh, slash uh, membership. Uh, that is where uh, we sell our monthly and uh, yearly membership. And that is also 
also where you can send a one-off uh, donation as well. So if we have bronze, $5, silver, $10, gold, $25, and platinum, $50 a month. Thank you everyone for watching and I will see you next Monday for another Tim's News Explosion. Until then, stay safe, uh, stay free, uh, stay cool, stay climate controlled, and uh, also stay happy, stay laughing as well. Good night, everybody. Tim's News Explosion. 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 Tim's news explosion.